0: Just some podcast media.
1: The thoughts and opinions expressed on varied Pleasures are those of the host and the guest and do not represent any views of any organizations that we may volunteer for or be employed by. Listeners moon, should be aware that there may, most likely, be profanity and discussions on topics hands. that may require a little discretion. There I have been warned. from the moon. there's be hollering at them all.
0: something I'd like to call coming aboard. <laughs> this show is going to be a fantastic look at how we are going to incorporate anal play into our pleasure. So I would love it, Brad, if you would introduce yourself, give yourself some media shout outs, please.
2: Hey, I'm, I'm Brad Balsey. I've been a cam performer on various cam sites like Chatterbait and Cam 4 for the last four years. And uh, you can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Reddit, Snapchat at Brad Balsey, BradBalsey at gmail.com if you want to get a hold of me.
0: Absolutely. I think by the end of the show, guys, everybody's gonna to want to get a hold of you, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at pleasurepathways.com. You can find me at Pleasure Pathways on Instagram and Facebook also the new and awesome Buried Pleasures thank you also to my chief medical officer Alan Fry for hooking me up with that. Alan if you'd like to give a little shout out of yourself what's going on
1: with you? Yeah so if you'd like to get in touch with me you can email me at buriedpleasures1 at gmail.com. Fantastic. So let's
0: just get right into it, fellas. So anal, 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 anal. We always hear about it. We, you know, some people have some really serious thoughts about it. It's exciting, it's weird, it's wonderful, it can be pleasurable, it can be painful. We're gonna talk about all of those things today expectation-wise and that. So Brad, let's just get right to it. Tell me, you have somebody that you've talked to in the past, I'm sure, because what you do. Tell us about what most people wanna know about anal and how they would even begin to start this kind of a thing.
2: Yeah, so I've had tons, tons, especially from my heterosexual friends asking me about anal play and anal stimulation it's totally normal these days it's actually like more normal than not i've had i've had most my friends asking me about um how to get into it and through toys is probably the best method of getting started
0: Mm -hmm. i would say you know, I was really, uh, I was. it was interesting, I, I just read, uh, you know, researching, like I always do, uh, about anal play and that sort of thing. I was researching on the CDC and surprisingly, it says that, you know, more around 50% of males really do appreciate anal or use anal uh, sex play as part of their pleasure practices, which was kind of weird for me because I keep thinking of all the guys that I've ever talked to and they're like, uh-uh no no way <laughs> not is a thing
2: honestly not a surprise at all to me i'd say that number is probably even higher like that that 50 is probably the ones that have already tried it mm-hmm. but i can guarantee you that like 70 to 80 percent of guys actually do enjoy some anal stimulation mm-hmm. they just have their own kind of reserves behind it and their own kind of preconceived notions between Behind what it means and what it actually is, gotcha. that would prevent them from kind of exploring a whole new world yeah. of stimulation and pleasure.
0: All I, all I could see just now was, you know, Jasmine and Aladdin flying across on that carpet to a whole new world. <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> Alan, tell me from your perspective in in your relationships in the past and what have you. What kind of things are blocks to this amazing ability to want to even play with your anus or, you know, any kind of self-play?
1: Yeah, for so for many people It's considered taboo Mm -hmm. And those things originate usually from childhood um, When we start to develop our belief system and starting to mirror the things that our parents Tell us uh, that are good and bad, and uh, oftentimes kids naturally start to have sexual sexual exploration. Um, so masturbation, just kind of holding holding their poop, or um, you know the whole uh, idea of toilet training and and all of that stuff really goes back to. Um, kind of developmental milestones. And so all of those things play into it, not to mention our culture, uh, religious beliefs, uh, you know, how family dynamics, all of those things are part of our belief system. And as we grow older, uh, I think they all become challenges, uh, not necessarily obstacles, but definitely some barriers to pleasure.
0: Right, right. And I think, you know, even in my, in, in my opinion, growing up in the middle of nowhere, Kentucky, right, your parents don't talk to you about uh, vaginal penetration, period, for the most part. Um, they're definitely not gonna broach the subject of anal penetration whatsoever with you. So there are a lot of people out there that are kind of struggling with um, finding out who they are. So one of the things that we talked about in a recent uh, offering that one of my friends, Sunshine Ryan has, Gourmet Sex, A Taste of Tantra, you have to really leave your preconceived ideas at the door, right? You can't just go into um, a situation with all these things you already know. Sometimes you have to let some of those things go. I mean, it's always good to have somebody with experience. No lie, take that. But also, (laughs) it's, you know, you kind of, if you're doing this as a new practice, a new playtime, you know, addition, you kind of want to get to know yourself first and leaving those ideals that you had from other relationships you know things that you had in your past things that your parents taught you something maybe you know didn't happen well or didn't happen right maybe it's time to drop that at the door clean slate let's let's work on it and get it going again so brad just decided that since he's such a good friend of Alan's, he would come on the show and talk to us about some of the toys that he likes to use, which I'm not gonna lie, I'm super excited about because he's got like a toy store, everybody, like a toy store full of things in his home. He's the greatest. Brad, start us off. Let's let's talk about what <laughs> we do. <laughs> and we don't have to talk about the toys just yet. We can get into the how would a person dip a toe into anal play. Oh. Yeah,
2: so w- when you're getting into any kind of anal play, especially when you're a male and you've never experienced it before, just you have to go into it understanding that this is a new sensation. This is something that you've never experienced before. And especially if you're somebody like me who's going pushing towards 30 and you've had nothing but stimulation of your penis, gotcha. this is not that this is something completely different it's a completely different adventure different sensation different experience entirely different altogether and it's not quick it's not like jerking off it's not like self-pleasure you're gonna have to work towards it but it's it's entirely worth it in every way
0: so what are kind of some of the things that people might need whenever they're starting to think about okay like this seems interesting. Listening to this show, this may be something I want to try out. What are the things that they? What kind of tools would they need? Even without toys, what what could they what could they use? What could, what do they need?
2: Without toys, you can explore yourself with your hands, with your fingers. You can explore yourself with just straight up your mind. I mean, guys can have what's called a, like a no touching orgasm. Yeah like hands you can that's you right. can absolutely come hands-free without touching yourself without stimulating yourself at all with just your mind you can absolutely have an orgasm
0: absolutely. so that is that's one of the things we teach in tantra hands-free orgasms it doesn't happen for everybody and it's not a competition guys it doesn't happen for everybody but <laughs> if you can make it happen for yourself by all means try it it's fantastic keep going Brad
2: sorry. <laughs> so to, to, to start off with the toys um, my first recommendation is a, a wand vibrator actually. Now this is completely out of the box of what you'd normally expect for a male toy because these are generally focused more towards the female but these are great because you can completely explore your body with them. This one is by Lovence and it can be controlled both by yourself through the buttons on the toy or through an app through the phone, either by yourself or from a partner in the room, outside of the room in a completely different country. You can play long distance with these. These are great because you can explore, you know, your nipple with this vibrator. You can go down to your chest, down to your body, down to your taint. You can stimulate the outside of your anus with it. You can even get into your armpit and just completely explore your whole body like the armpit is one big one for guys where a lot of guys don't realize but i'd say about 20 to 30 percent of guys out there you hold a vibrator onto your arm you're gonna start getting some
0: sensations some you know, real you know,
2: sensations flowing through your body
0: yeah. I an armpit thing tonight just so you all know i'll let you know how it goes but anyway <laughs> pits up, <It's> up. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Keep going, Brad. It's so interesting what you're saying.
2: Yeah, so this this toy is is one of my newest in my arsenal of kind of little toys to play around with and you it's just great call it an
0: arsenal. Oh, it's <laughs>
2: If if you looked at my closet, you would understand the word arsenal. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It is like 10% clothes, 90% toys. Like it is yeah it's a thing um but yeah with this the the battery lasts like six to eight hours so it doesn't matter how long you're wanting to play this thing's gonna get you through it and you can straight up come from it you can just pleasure your cock you can pleasure your taint you can pleasure your anus and you can explore the whole rest of your body to really find where your hot spots are and where your trigger points are and build off it that way and on top of that it's great for uh, partner play as well especially if you're a heterosexual male and you're a little embarrassed about having anal toys or anything like that around you can have this you can use it on yourself you can use it on your partners they're gonna think you're an absolute god if you bust one of these out during playtime.
0: i'm gonna say the shoulders are a little tense sometimes i need that okay yeah. so. there you go. <laughs> So
2: what do you got for us next, Bran? Um, so past the the just like external vibrations, you're gonna start working into the actual penetration toys like butt plugs and stuff like that. Before we go into there, you wanna start talking about lube. Oh, yeah. And yeah. lube is a really important one in any kind of anal play because you're gonna want good lube. I always think of like there's there's cheap lube out there. There is but buying cheap lube is like buying gas station bathroom toilet paper <laughs> you, you, you get what you pay for you know <laughs> so
0: right so what do you think about the people out there who are totally against lube and they say to spit on it uh, <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about that that won't work will it let's make that
2: for, work. For, the, for anyone that's tried anal play um i think they don't even need to hear me uh it doesn't work. Okay. It it can like once you once you're really experienced and and loosened up, sure. But buy a a nice high quality lube gotcha. beforehand. Okay. The the two I'd recommend is the Sliquid Silk and the Liquid Silk.
0: Mm-hmm. The Liquid the, Silk and
2: the Liquid Silk. I love it.
0: Sliquid Silk oh, is one. Of them. Yeah, there's, there's a slight
2: difference. <laughs> I'm sure for trademark purposes, but. Liquid silk is a new one for me. It's a little bit um, harder to find, but if you can find it, it's great. It's cheap. It's got a pump top. It's liquid silk is in all the adult toy stores. Gotcha, um, gotcha.
0: Do you ever use some lube that has like the numbing lidocaine in it or anything like that? Benzocaine, anything?
2: I've never l- used a, a l- numbing or desensitizing lube before. I just... You, you guys are the more of the doctor side of things, but <laughs> for me, anytime I hear something like that, it's like, oh, that doesn't sound like something I want well, in you my know, body. A
0: lot of people that I've talked to about this subject, um, when we broached the subject, they're like, you know, you need to use Astroglide or whatever that because there's a, a numbing component that makes it hurt less. But then in my mind, are you taking away from the sensitivity of the area like that's that's what you're supposed to be doing is, is exploring that new area. So if it hurts that bad that you have to use numbing cream, then that's something. I mean, it's an option for everybody always, you know, everybody's different. So if that's something you use or not use, I was just curious. It's a good thought, you know, because Alan, you might chime in on this, is the overuse of lidocaine products can be a little bit tough.
1: Yeah, so it's really hard when you're using a liquid to figure out how much lidocaine you've actually got.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, and one of the, m- the most common components of so things like analges or things like that is benzocaine, right. which is a little um, more useful for mucous membranes, which is the rectal area. Right. Um, but the thing about that is it, it can really um, cause some neurologic issues if you get too much of it. Gotcha. Uh, so, you, you know, if you're using it frequently and you're not able to metabolize it very well, uh, which there's a, a fair amount of people out there who can't metabolize those things, mm-hmm. um, then you get a buildup, which can cause some neurologic issues. Mm-hmm. So really, I think going back to your original point that I- if it hurts, then either you haven't warmed up enough
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, uh, or you haven't done enough foreplay to uh, make things loose enough to actually penetrate. Mm-hmm. And I think you're defeating the purpose of of actual anal play by numbing up the area. That's,
2: that's the main thing right there is, is this is going to be a whole new journey for you. If you're, if you're getting into anal play and it's going to feel uncomfortable. Guaranteed hundred percent, every single person that starts getting into anal play, it's going to feel uncomfortable off the very start. It shouldn't feel painful ever. And if it's nothing but pain, these numbing agents probably aren't going to be pleasurable to you uh-huh. because you're skipping the, the main part of getting used to it, opening up and really accepting the new sensations.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So I feel like you're gonna be cheating yourself if you're using these, these desensitizing sprays
1: or lubes. Not to mention the fact that if you can't feel it, you don't know if you're injuring yourself. Right, mm-hmm. that that's a good point. You know, So So you can get rectal tears and things like that, that really the pain is the warning sign, don't go any farther. You know, right. you take away that pain, you, you really have lost your ability to determine if you're gonna injure yourself. So certainly we don't want anybody injuring themselves. So <laughs> it, it, need, it needs to be pleasurable, not painful.
0: Right, exactly. Nobody wants to be traumatized in such a way that, you know, hey, uh, yeah, forcefully put anything in me at ever any time that's that's not how we want it to go right that's that's not it yeah very much so so brad continue please (laughs) with your with your plethora of lovely fun things that you got over there man sometimes i want to go to canada so bad i can't
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy they locked us out (laughs) oh yeah we, we can dive a little deeper into
2: the toy box so like we, we did the Domi by Love Ends and that's a great toy to explore your body and explore the outside of your body, find your hot spots, really get more comfortable with yourself. Yeah. Once you're finally able to, or you're finally ready to explore a little bit deeper and actually start penetrating yourself a little bit, plugs are a great place to start. Um, one by B-Vibe is the Snug Plug. And it's a kinetic vibrator. So you don't have to charge it. You don't have to plug it in. You don't have to worry about any Bluetooth or, or connectivity or any of that. All it is is it's a butt plug with weights inside that move around with your own motion. So this one's a great starter, especially for heterosexual males, because it only works as long as you're moving. And it really gets you kind of comfortable with a new sensation of having something inside of you. And it's also a great pacemaker, where if you are engaging with somebody else, this little vibration will help kind of keep that rhythm going. And and it could even help make you pleasurable more towards your partner, as well as yourself.
0: Rectal metronome, Alan. That's right. It's a rectonome. That's fantastic. So, okay. So, with the thrusting of the hips, that's, or, er, sorry, I'm a girl. I just did this. But anyway. Right. <laughs> So, uh, the the backwards and forwards kind of, you know, stimulates inside the rectum. That's awesome. And I see it does have a a stop so that it doesn't go all the way up in there. So let's talk about that for a second, Brad. What can happen?
2: Yeah, that's that's got to be one of the main things to talk about if you're entering into anal play. If you're listening to this and you want to give it a go, buy a proper toy. Buy a proper anal toy because your rectum can actually suck whatever you're putting into it up inside.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then you have to go into the hospital to get it removed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he cool like, like Alan and I used to be ER nurses. So we have together seen some really awesome and fantastic uh, accoutrements, for the lack of better words, that people have actually put into themselves. And, you know, like just in that topic itself, seeing people who you know, are very curious about their own bodies. Like teenage kids, this is, a, this is a soft spot in my heart because I have teenage kids, but seeing teenagers show up in the ER with, let's say, a vibrator, dildo, whatever, stuck in their rectum, and now they have to call their parents. It's a miserable situation for everybody. And by the way, just so you know, sometimes those will not come out from the bottom. Sometimes they have to be surgically removed by that you know caused by that vacuum that brad was mentioning um that reverse pressure pulling up the toy i always used to say damn i wish they put Wii straps you know like with the Wii controllers all all appliances should have a Wii strap should but that stop on the end of that one it works that works in the same way so yeah it's something to think about you know be careful don't get too vigorous with that and lose it it's, it's always you know just for embarrassment's sake Joking aside, I hate for people to be, you know, have that feeling, but talking about this, hopefully people won't have to do that, you know.
2: And it's not about even being vigorous. It can happen. Just putting it in there, it can, you know, your body can naturally suck it up and just get a proper toy. Proper toys. (laughs) Fingers if you don't want to buy anything, but get a proper toy.
0: Oh, and please, no kitchen utensils or things that may harm you. Don't do that to yourself. Or spouse.
2: sharpies or fruits, or
1: vegetables. None of those. Light bulbs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Beer
1: bottles. Eggs. Toy cars. Yeah, toy cars. Potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> All of
0: those things, guys, are honest, <laughs> factual things that we have found or seen on x ray in an ER. Um, yes. So, anyway, <laughs> let's pass that. <laughs> Pass that on. Keep going, Brad. This is really interesting. Keep going.
2: Okay. So, so pass the lube, pass the plugs, then you're getting into prostate play and there's prostate massagers, which look similar to a butt plug. They're not too dissimilar. There's this one by Love Ends. Um, this is a vibrating prostate toy and prostate is kind of like the creme to the creme of anal play for men. Um, you can have an entire prostate orgasm, an entire orgasm separate from your cock,
3: mm-hmm.
2: separate sensation, separate everything, um, through one of these toys or through prostate simulation. So alone. you can
0: basically be multi-orgasmic, but differently than you know having the ejaculatory orgasm that most men are used to. You can have it anally through your prostate was what you're saying, correct?
2: Yeah,
3: absolutely, oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah.
2: absolutely. And I'll tell you, like, it's, it's a mission for some guys. For me, it's an absolute mission. It took me years before I even got, like, a hint at a prostate orgasm. Most guys are luckier than me and can get it a lot sooner. But um, the, the orgasm that you get from your prostate compared to play on your cock is unimaginably different. It's, like, I don't even know how to put it into words. <laughs> it's just,
0: it's earth-shattering. Say, yeah, is it better or... Or would you, do you compare them as better or worse or just an expansion of one versus the other? What would you say? It's,
2: it's an entirely expansion of one versus the okay. other. It's not one's better than the other. It's completely different.
0: Nice.
2: Like don't go into it thinking anything of the orgasms you felt anytime before this in your life. It is an entirely different sensation. Okay. It's an entirely different orgasm and it's worth it it's
0: nice it's kind of like we were saying you break, you drop your stuff at the door ready for a new experience so this is totally different totally you know something that you don't normally have on with cockplay to massage your anus and insert that thing looks amazingly <laughs> difficult to get together talk to me about what it does i'm so excited okay
2: <laughs> so The reason I mentioned the Love Ends specifically, I love Love Ends toys because they're constantly updating. This is actually an unreleased Love Ends toy, this This is is their new version of their original Edge prostate massager.
0: bumpy guys if you can't see it because you're listening on the podcast it's bumpy and there's pieces there's like two parts it looks like a V. it's awesome yeah <laughs> so
2: those that are just listening this is a black toy with a very distinct wearing surface so that it stays in place and then there's two vibrators one that hits deeper on the prostate and one that stays external right below your balls Mm -hmm. And that's one reason why I recommended the Domi off the start is you can actually stimulate a man's prostate externally. You can you can stimulate it outside of the body a little bit through the taint. So this toy does both. It does one right on the prostate and one externally right below the taint. And then it's also adjustable. So no matter what your anatomy is, Mm -hmm. you'll be able to play with this and adjust it and fit it perfectly to your body
0: and I'm sure it's synonymous with females as well you could use it rectally for a female vaginally if you choose yeah that's an interesting looking toy there we're gonna have to look into that one okay oh yeah and
2: if you go to the love and sight the love and sight has a million more toys for women as well it's (laughs) oh they do it well they do it really well
0: fantastic it's fantastic so for anal play what you're what I'm I'm hearing is that it's really important not to just stimulate the prostate itself. There are external things that need to be massaged and finessed, what have you, uh, to to get you to where you need to be, right?
2: Yeah. Okay. One hundred percent prostate stimulation, and this is what most guys will find new is when you're working with the prostate instead of just jerking yourself off or stimulating your penis. Is it's way less physical and a lot more mental. Like any kind of anal play with men is going to be 90% mental and 10% physical.
0: Do you think that that is because of the vulnerability factor that men might have, you know, maybe releasing their dominance and letting somebody else take control? Do you think that might be part of why? Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Like I, I consider myself a dominant male and I don't even like penetrative sex. Even like dildos and stuff like that, I don't really like. But with that said, with these toys, they can connect through app and externally through other people. And just giving that up, giving that control up and letting somebody else pleasure you through your prostate and through your anus is just earth shattering, it's amazing. And it has nothing to be about submissiveness or giving up that control, it is all about pleasure. Right. And just don't let yourself be constrained through that kind of like dominant mindset. Mm-hmm.
0: Just- Leave Mm -hmm. it at the door and come in and be in the moment. That's what I'm saying. Be in the moment. Also, serenity and surrender. It's my favorite thing that I've ever read. Uh, Like, I keep saying it over and over and over again. Serenity and surrender. If you are so comfortable with a partner or even comfortable with yourself, damn it, to let yourself go and be crazy and wild and explore, then just do that. It's awesome. It feels great. Just let it, just let it happen. Isn't that right, Alan Fry? Just
1: let it happen. Let it happen.
0: (laughs) All right, Brad. So moving into more of the internal stimulation for the anus, what you got for us?
2: Okay. So, so moving into the more internal stimulation, we have more plugs. Um, I would like to touch a little bit more on that kind of opening up yeah sensation though is when you're getting into anal play you definitely have to leave things at the door because the more you think about it, the more you're going to tense up. And especially once you're getting into anal play, you're going to have to really dissociate your pleasure from what you're used to and from your penis mm-hmm. into your ass. And it's one thing that you're, you might have to play on your own a few times before you start playing with a partner, yeah. because the more you stimulate your cock, the more your rectum's going to tighten up and the less likely it is, you're going to have success on getting one of these toys actually inserted inside of you. And that's okay. A hundred percent. And that's totally normal. Understand that once you're getting into these penetrative toys, you're going to have these times where it's going to take two or three tries before you actually get it inside of you. Mm-hmm. And you really have to just open yourself up to enjoy the pleasure and enjoy the experience and enjoy the journey that you're kind of going on to, to get these new sensations into okay.
0: you. So what you're saying is basically relax ease into it slowly. It's not something you have to, again, rush and hurry and in and out, in and out, we're done. It's more of a, it's a, a pleasure time. Don't try to fit this into a 15 minute block of pleasure. <laughs> you know, this is this is one of those date night kind of, date night with yourself kind of things where you you take your time, you don't try to rush through it. Gotcha. Yeah,
2: absolutely, and, and specifically on the male side of things, if you're jerking yourself off while you're trying to do anal stimulation that's fine just understand that it's going to take longer because the more you stimulate it yourself the tighter you're going to get mm-hmm. so just don't force it let it happen naturally
0: yeah let's talk alan let's talk a little bit about pelvic floor muscles in males and females for that matter they're all the same <laughs> pretty yeah, much. So, the
1: same. you know typically pelvic muscles uh, are mostly exercised during squatting, and mm-hmm. climbing stairs, and doing things like that, but then also during the, the act of sex. Mm-hmm. For males, uh, what we really have to think about is, and I guess this goes for females as well, is that the muscles in the pelvic floor, including the anus, need to be exercised, mm-hmm. right? And just like any other muscle, you have to get them stretched in order to do maximum performance. Mm-hmm. So if you want to insert something into your anus and into your rectum, you really have to take some time and kind of stretch that muscle so that it will allow penetration and give you a pleasurable sensation versus a painful sensation.
3: Gotcha. That, so runners
1: don't just take off and run
3: <laughs>
1: because they're going to pull a muscle. Right. They're going to hurt themselves.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so they have to do some stretching exercises and getting their body ready to run. Same thing with, with anal play is you have to get your body ready. Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's just gentle external massage sometimes Mm -hmm. it's using the the dome or something like that to stimulate that muscle to relax Mm -hmm. that you know everybody goes for a massage to relax their muscles and sometimes some rectal massage is indicated to help that relax
0: you know and also to echo what Brad was saying too, your brain needs to be relaxed right you need to you need to chill out Put your mind on um, something, you know, sexual, sensual, you know, you could read erotica. You could, you know, just think all these wonderful thoughts, juicy and lovely things that we can think about while we're pleasuring ourselves. Just relax. That's it you relax your mind, you relax your body and you go for it. So, I think that's that's a particularly interesting thing for me because I have a really good friend who is a physical therapist, Dr. Physical Therapy Jamie. I love you. You're the best. Which we talk about this all the time because she specializes in pelvic floor rehabilitation, which if you've never had that and you have tailbone pain or, you know, problems with urination, that sort of thing, go see somebody in physical therapy who specializes in pelvic floor physical therapy because honestly, You don't really, you don't realize, but in the sedentary lifestyle that we lead sometimes, uh, those muscles are just junk for sure. (laughs) Like we're not exercising, not doing squats, not going to the gym. COVID sucks. Everybody knows it. Uh-huh. Uh, so <laughs> it's one of those things you gotta think about. So Brad, tell us some more about your toys. I love this. It's awesome. Yeah,
2: <laughs> absolutely. I think uh before we even get too much further into the penetrative toys, we should talk about the elephant in the room that is poop. Oh, good. Because yeah, I said it. It's poop. <laughs> you know you're 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 playing with your ass. This is something we gotta talk about, but um a lot of people, especially guys, think they'll have to douche out. They'll have to anal douche or do enemas or stuff like that. But generally, especially when we're talking about more beginner anal play, you're going to be strictly talking about play within rectum, mm-hmm. and in the rectum. You generally don't have poop that's stored in the colon so you don't really have to worry about things so much other than just having a proper diet if you don't have a proper diet you can do some fiber supplements like metamucil if you're really 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 feeling uncomfortable about it play a little bit on your own find out what your body does on your own when you don't have to worry about any kind of embarrassment or you're working with another partner and um, once you're getting into a little bit more deeper anal play once you are going into the colon, then you can start talking about uh, enemas and douching, but you're also going to be looking at some
1: health risks once you do that.
0: Gotcha. Alan, touch a little bit on those health risks with anal clay.
1: Yeah, so, you know, the, the colon, the rectum, all of the gut essentially is a whole microbiome of itself. So it's got this little community in the bacteria where they're supposed to be. So some live in the rectum, some live in the colon, and some live in the small intestine. If you start putting a tsunami in by douching, uh, you know, into the colon and pushing all of that bacteria that normally lives in the colon into the small intestine, you can certainly get a lot of GI problems. So we certainly don't want that in You know, really, uh, as Brad said, if you have a good diet Mm -hmm. and you have bulky enough stool, once you're done pooping, that area is usually pretty cleaned out and then stays in the colon until you're ready to go again.
0: I think people have the misconception that when you, like, when you eat, your poop sits in your rectum. It doesn't really, honestly, until you're ready to go, until it moves to that point. So, yeah, I can see where people would really have that, you know, misconception of thought. But also feeling clean and feeling sexy and pretty and handsome or whatever is important for people. So nobody wants to go around feeling like, Ugh, no, I don't think so. I had cheeseburgers for dinner. Not, not, not happening tonight. You know what <laughs> what <I mean? laughs> not gonna happen tonight so no but yeah that's a great point brett i'm glad you brought that up that that really i think that that would answer some questions for some people out there that have no idea how to even get started with this and that's a great point thank you for bringing that up yeah. but please I, I've,
2: I've had a few friends be like okay so i put a finger up there a floodgates open it's like no
0: <laughs> like you're fine makes sense, right it does yeah. it really makes sense
2: yeah So this is my first toy. This is what got me into kind of all this play Mm -hmm. and everything that I'm talking about now today is the Hush plug. And this is just a great starter toy. It's a little bit more difficult to actually insert than a lot of the other things that I've been suggesting so far. But once you get it in there, it is so versatile. It's so pleasurable and it's so amazing.
0: What makes yeah. it hard to put in? I'm sorry. Like I just am curious.
2: There are all the toys I'm recommending today are silicone and non-porous, which mm-hmm. is great because cleaning is really easily. It's just a little soap and water. Mm-hmm. Um, however, silicones are not all made the same, where the B vibe toys are made with a very, very premium, silky, smooth, almost satiny silicone. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Love Ends toys are are slightly tacky mm-hmm. and the the edge, the prostate massager is a little easier to insert, but the hush is the only one where i've heard where it's just notoriously difficult to to initially get in okay so this is one of the ones where especially you really have to prepare yourself to just enjoy the process enjoy the pleasure not worry about the end result just kind of have a good time with it and it goes in great you know Um, The great thing about the Love Ends toys is they're controllable through a button on the toy themselves. They're controllable through an app on the phone, through yourself, or what I prefer is through a partner. Even if it's just a random person on the internet, it doesn't matter where in the world they are, they can control your toy and kind of play with you long distance.
0: That's awesome. Absolutely. (laughs) I just love the fact that they're they're so versatile, right? Like you can play by yourself, you can play with friends. <laughs> you can play with your partner right there or people all over the world. That's a pretty, that's a really cool
2: thing. So they're they're quiet enough to use discreetly as well. If you're, if you're looking to spice things up, if you're wanting to go on a hike with somebody, yeah. you know, it's comfortable enough. I've worn one of these plugs literally all day before. I've done multiple all day cam shows with the Hush plug in. Mm-hmm. and honestly once you wear it for a couple hours it's so well designed and so ergonomic that you forget it's even there so this is the type of thing where if you want to go on a hike with somebody with you want to go on a hike with a partner you give them control and all of a sudden that hike just gets a whole new dynamic <laughs> where you're walking up a hill or you're going up a scramble and they can hit that button on you oh, no. <laughs> give you a little something
0: Give you a little something, I yeah. read. It sounds <laughs> going like. Going out
2: to the bar, you know. Yeah.
0: You can... So, but, so, quiet enough to wear to work? Like, if I was in an office, maybe? If you're in an office
2: setting, somebody's going to wonder who's texting you so much. Because they can hear, <laughs> like, the vibrations come through. But but if you're out somewhere in private, like, on a hike, or if you're in a noisier environment, like a bar, or even a sports game. hmm something like that could absolutely be a very discreet kind of public play scenario
0: that would be i think that that would you know turn some people up i think that's awesome just not at work obviously and uh you know it kind of it's it's not just yourself that can play now now you can have that cool toy of your own and somebody else can join in as well with the fun and i think that that's uh for couples i think that's pretty cool you need sometimes something to spice it up a little bit and that's a nice safe and it's a pretty cool technological thing because i don't know about you guys but my husband loves tech toys (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. So if all I have to do is mention Tech Toy and he's like, oh, do tell tell me so and it's
2: amazing at the price point because a lot of these products that i'm presenting here are a little bit more expensive but you're getting a safe toy that is going to last a long time with you and it's going to give that versatility of you can play solo you can play with a partner you can play outside you're going to get a lot of use you're going to get a lot of value for your money when you're buying these toys yeah yeah
0: yeah, and you don't. I, you know, uh, okay. So price points are always great for me, but you don't necessarily always want the cheapest when it comes to your anus, your vagina, your penis, or any other sexual part of you that you're gonna stick things in or rub things on, because rashes happen, kids. True mm-hmm. story. Also, <laughs> cheap toys break easily. You know, it's uh, if you're gonna use it as a disposable device, I would gather that that would be okay. Twenty bucks for a toy get rid of it whatever but yeah you want a quality toy that's going to you know hang around for a little bit that's not going to get crusty gross and terrible peel crack you know you want that real skin stuff that comes on toys these days is so much better than the old style that we used to have to use so i'm kind of like that's that's awesome i'm all about tech toys yeah
2: please 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 don't go on amazon and get the cheapest toy you possibly can like at that point you might as well be using. Using a sharpie like those toys are not tested they have different chemicals in them and you can absolutely end up in the ER with a really embarrassing inflammation or rash it's just not worth it
0: no.
2: yeah there's well, so many good be- cheap options out there
0: Right, it might be worth it for all of those ER nurses out there listening this is fodder for amazing stories for everybody <laughs> We never use names. We never use where we were. But if at one point in time that you were having a fisting incident and you came to the ER, you may be somebody's topic of conversation. It's just a thing. It's what we do to get by, to normalize things, right? And that's what we're trying to do today is to make things a little bit easier to talk about, to normalize so that this isn't such a taboo subject, you know, talking about enemas and, and inserting toys. We It's something that people do. People are curious and they want to know. So I want to know about some more toys.
2: <laughs> okay, some more toys. Uh, we've gone into the plugs and the the prostate toys right mm-hmm. so now we can get into the cock rings and the massagers which are probably a lot more of the normal toys that the the listeners would probably expect to mm-hmm. listen to for male centric toys uh, cock rings are great you can get them in metal leather silicone plastic all sorts Silicone toys specifically are better sorted to the guys that shave or trim.
0: <laughs> Nobody wants to get their coal hair stuck up in that, right?
2: Yeah, with the exception of there's there's a new brand that I found that I've absolutely fallen in love with. They're the perfect fit brand. Uh, they have a cock ring called Armour Tug. And it is the only silicone cock ring that I've ever found that works with a hairy body. <laughs> And it's got a little ball strap on it that gives your balls a little tug. They got a perfect push that just pushes everything a little bit further. If you want a little extra oomph in your bulge, just wearing daily wear, they're a great brand to check out. Uh, the metal cock rings are great. You have to do your own research on them because they're very specific in fit and you don't want to get one that's too small and end up with a purple cock. Ooh. And an angle grinder in the emergency room, because
0: <laughs> he acts like he knows what he, we're talking about. Angle grinder. <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
2: <laughs> Thankfully, I have learned externally. I have not experienced that myself, but I've heard enough from other people that yeah, it's right. a real thing.
0: <laughs> so, Alan, tell me, what do you think about? Okay let's not talk about what you think, but tell me about the actual, um, what happens when you put a cock ring on, what happens to the penis? What's, what's going on? What's, why is it bigger? Why is it, why is it look like?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So when you decrease the amount of blood flow that can leave the penis Mm -hmm. by causing constriction, um, then you kind of make the erection more solid. And as it is becomes more solid and more stretched, then the nerve endings become more sensitive. So typically when we think about the anatomy of the penis and some of the neurology of the penis, the head of the penis really responds well to touch, temperature, and sensation. Mm -hmm. And the base of the penis really responds best to pressure. So those nerves around the base of the penis really respond and get more excited when there's pressure around the base of the penis. And I think that's why guys get so excited when they force somebody's head down there and they make them gag on it because they get that pressure around the base of their penis and makes them feel really, really with a big dopamine surge, making them having more pressure.
0: Dopamine is running through my brain like crazy right now. Based on these toys that Brad's showing us.
2: We do have masturbators to touch on now.
0: Ooh, let's talk about is, masturbators.
3: Oh,
2: this is the best part of solo male sex toys. Mm-hmm. And we get into the, uh, like Love does have a, a version of a masturbator that has vibrators as well as an air pump, but generally, you're gonna have your best results with the flashlight brand, which has been around since the '90s. I swear, everybody knows what a flashlight is.
0: There's other names for them, like pocket pussies and pocket
2: pussies sleeves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's everything. Flashlight is the top of the game. I wouldn't even like the flashlight has such a lock on the market that I wouldn't even recommend any other product because flashlights are safe. They're hypoallergenic. You know, they have a huge range within their inventory of different textures of sleeves, of different openings, even for, like, the visual perspective. Like, this one's more of an anus. You can get vaginal openings. You can get mouths. And you can get even, they do Halloween lines. Like, their freak line, which goes into zombie mouths with teeth and alien mouths. and Really?
0: That oh, yeah.
2: they're They're green. They're blue. They're, yeah. No, flashlight's an amazing brand that that has nothing but versatility. Um,
0: I like the flashlight. Um, yeah, once again there's a story I have about how my stepson found a flashlight beside the bed when we were spending the night at somebody's house and hilarity ensued because it's just like, "Oh no, son, put that down." <laughs> we love that, that. Not a And it's
1: not that. a ghostbuster toy.
0: Not <laughs> that. <toy. laughs> <Not a laughs> put it down. Oh, and you know who I'm talking about mm-hmm. I hope you're listening so anyway <laughs> thanks for scarring our children it's okay <laughs> no that's why no we have open communication in our house and it's cool it was just a funny super awesome thing to find beside the bed when you spend the night so it was house it's great but that one is a clear one i've never seen a clear one before oh yeah
2: yeah i the fleshlight brand has a, a lot of different cases i personally love the clear ones because each fleshlight will have its own different textured sleeve to it mm-hmm. and you're probably not going to be able to see it through the camera but there's different ridges and bumps and and sections along the sleeve inside that you're able to see. And while you're using it, it's a great little thing to play off of, especially if you're wedging it into couch cushions or pillows or whatever, and thrusting into the toy, Mm -hmm. you're able to see the different kind of ridges in that, that your cock's penetrating and it's
0: it's, great right that visual helps
2: (laughs) oh 100 yeah you get to see and you get to to change the angle that you're going at just like you would with a partner you know
0: you're getting to partner use what do you do like you use that with your partners too
2: oh all the time yeah absolutely (laughs) i'm 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 big into the the domination and submission kind of scene and Mm -hmm. even with flashlights If you're a dom and you let somebody else use this on you, it's great because it takes that power away without really inhibiting any mental blocks you might have.
3: Sure.
2: And I love using this on other people as well because it's a way for me to control them without kind of shocking their system of, (laughs) oh, this person's taking control because it's, you know, it's like a blowjob. It's like anything else. Mm -hmm. They're not losing the power, but they're losing the control. Gotcha, know.
0: Yeah, that is super cool. I like that you can use that for your your own pleasure and for the pleasure of others. I'm all about that. Most deaf. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why we have pleasure pathways. That's why it's a thing for sure.
2: And with Fleshlight, the the price points are really great because the full size toy like this run about seventy or eighty bucks American, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then they also have a Quick Shot Vantage, which is a much smaller toy. Mm-hmm. That works just like the the full size for solo play, but it also works great for partner play. Mm-hmm. And it has a, like a blowjob additive. And that one's only like 30 or 40 bucks. So really there's no, there's no excuse. That's, that's you can't be so mad at a
0: 30 or $40 blowjob that you can give yourself, can you? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> hey, Alan, won't you talk to us about how you should make sure these toys are clean so that, you know, hygiene is important.
1: Yeah, certainly hygiene is important. Soap and water, uh, you know, depending on what kind of toy you have. Um, Brad kind of went over the silicone based and porous versus non-porous. Certainly we want to use, make sure that they're clean, toy sharing, you know, it's really something that you should only do with someone that you're in a committed relationship with. So uh, yeah, I think, you know, follow the manufacturer's uh, recommendation, but for the most part, it's just soap and water.
0: Yeah, just be careful, guys. Don't leave that mess in there, please. This is right. me talking. This is me coming from a mom perspective as well. <laughs> having a younger, you know, like having sons is, is tough. Having daughters is worse. Just throwing it out there. Clean your toys. Uh-huh. Make sure that everything is good and clean. But I really love that, Brad. I like how you incorporate your your pleasure toys into pleasure with others that's pretty fantastic way to look at things i like that very very cool very cool but it looks like it's coming to the end of our time here tonight so brad i would absolutely love it if you could give yourself a media shout out again absolutely so yeah
2: i'm brad Balsey i do cam shows on chatterbait cam for flirt for free But you can really find me on any of the social media, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Reddit, Snapchat, Gmail, all of them are Brad Balzi. It's super easy to find me and I hope you reach out and contact me with any questions or even positive experiences you've had. Let me know.
0: Right. If you aren't watching this and you're just listening, Brad is adorable. Just so you know, <laughs> look him the hell up because he's cute as can be and he's just brilliant. I love him. And you can find me on Pleasure Pathways. Dot com or Facebook, Instagram at Pleasure Pathways. You can also find us on the new buriedpleasures.com thanks to Alan, my chief medical officer. And if you have any questions, Alan, you want to give a shout out to yourself because you're amazing.
1: Yeah. If you want to contact me, you can get a hold of me at buriedpleasures1 at gmail.com on the website. If you go to the website, uh, Brad's information will be on there and some links to uh, the toys that he uh, shared with us today. So you can just shop directly there. And, you know, just as in closing thought, I I think Brad shared a lot of great information with us. And we also have to consider those people who have chronic illnesses and, you know, decreased sexual libido and sexual experiences often one of the things that manifest in chronic illness. And so I think this is a great way to liven up your sex life Uh, if you have one of those uh, chronic uh, issues that limit your ability to perform or limit your ability to have an endurance with sexual activity. All of these toys uh, certainly are low energy expenders and high value pleasure pathways that's what we look for high value pleasure pathways <laughs> love it <laughs> love it guys
0: it has been phenomenal thank you brad thank you alan for being here with me we're gonna go out with a little bit of the howling at the moon because i love this freaking song so much i can't stand it and also i made it my theme song so here we go guys thank you again we're gonna dance a second before we get off here guys love ya see you soon when it, rains, it
3: Won't stop fighting to the very...